Hi and welcome to episode 56 of Jody Maiwan podcast. Love is a madness, declared Aristophanes in Plato's Symposium. And who am I to argue with the great philosopher, right? In this episode, we're going to dive into the mysterious and complex world of love in the context of dating. You see, love is a topic that has captivated the hearts and minds of people for centuries. Philosophers, poets, and thinkers of all kinds have long sought to understand this mysterious thing we call love. From Plato and Aristotle to modern-day thinkers like Eric Fromm and Slavoj Žižek, many have tried to understand the nature of love and its role in human life. Love is a complex, perplexing and sometimes bewildering emotion that has fascinated human beings for centuries. But what does it mean to love someone? What is love really? And how does this relate to the experience of dating? Is it more like an intense passion, a deep connection between two people or something else entirely? From the passionate love of Eros to the deep affection of Philia, and from the selfless love of Agape to the idea of love as a way of relating to others, we'll delve into the various philosophical perspectives on love and how they relate to dating. It's time to open our minds and hearts to the wonder and complexity of love as we take a philosophical journey through the ages to explore this timeless and endlessly interesting topic. So sit back, relax, and get ready to explore the mysterious and wonderful world of love. Plato argued that there are different forms of love, each with its own unique qualities and characteristics. According to Plato, the most basic uh, form of love is physical attraction, which is rooted in our desire for sensual pleasure. However, this type of love is fleeting and can quickly fade away over time. Then there is the higher form of love, the so-called platonic love, which is rooted in a desire for beauty and goodness. This type of love is not based on physical attraction, but rather on a deep admiration and respect for another person's qualities and virtues. According to Plato, this form of love is more enduring and can lead to a more profound sense of fulfillment and happiness. Plato believed that love is not something we can acquire or possess, but rather something we must strive for and pursue. In his book, The Symposium, Plato tells us the story of Diatoma, a wise woman who instructs the character Socrates on the nature of love. According to Diatoma, love is a process of ascent. You see, we rise up, we climb to higher dimensions. We move from a love of physical beauty to a love of intellectual and spiritual beauty. This ascent is not an easy one, though. It requires a great deal of effort and self-reflection. We must overcome our own limitations and weaknesses and strive to become the best versions of ourselves. Only then can we truly experience the fullness of love and the happiness that comes with it. Now, in dating, the philosophy of love can offer insights in how we think and approach romantic relationships. For example, Aristotle believed that there are three types of love. Eros, which is the passionate love between two people. Philia, which is the deep affection and friendship 
between people, and agape, which is the selfless love, which one has for all people. Understanding these different types of love can help individuals navigate the complexities of romantic relationships and appreciate the different forms that love can take. Similarly, the philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche believed that love expresses our desire for self-transcendence as we seek to overcome our limitations and connect with something greater than ourselves. When it comes to dating, it's often said that two is better than one. And while that might sound like a cheesy line from a rom-com, there's actually some truth to it. You see, when two people come together in a romantic relationship, they have the opportunity to embark on a journey of self-improvement and growth. It's like having a partner in crime who helps you see the world in a different light and pushes you to the best version of yourself. As you work to create a fulfilling and meaningful relationship, you also discover a sense of purpose and meaning that goes beyond just your individual desires and needs. Then there's the philosopher Martin Buber, who argued that love is not a feeling or emotion, but rather a way of relating to others. He believed true love requires a deep sense of mutual respect and recognition between two people, as they see each other as fully human and deserving of love and dignity. In dating, this idea emphasizes the importance of communication, empathy, and understanding between two individuals, as they seek to build a relationship based on a deep and genuine connection. Imagine two people who are just starting to date. At first, they may be drawn to each other by the passion and intensity of Eros. But as they begin to get to know each other more deeply, they may start to appreciate the qualities that fall under the realm of philia. Qualities like kindness, compassion, and a shared sense of humor. As their relationship progresses, they may start to see each other in a new light, as Schopenhauer suggests. He believed that love is a force that helps us see the world and ourselves more clearly. Now, in the world of dating, this means that as we fall in love with someone, we begin to see them not as we want them to be, but as they truly are. Schopenhauer also argued that love is a way of transcending our individual egos and connecting with something greater than ourselves. Regarding dating, this means that a deep and genuine connection with another person can provide a sense of purpose and meaning beyond our own individual needs and desires. But Schopenhauer also recognized that love is not always easy. See, He believed that the very qualities that draw us to someone in the first place, say their intelligence, their humor, personality, and complexity, can also lead to frustration and conflict. Now, when you're dating someone, this means that as the two of you get to know each other more deeply, you may encounter disagreements or misunderstandings that can obviously be difficult to navigate. Ultimately, Schopenhauer believed that the rewards of love are worth the risks. As uh, two people continue to explore their connection and deepen their understanding of each other, they may discover a level of intimacy and fulfillment that is truly rare and precious. So, the next time you're out on a date, remember the words of Schopenhauer and the many other philosophers who have grappled with the complexities of love. Whether you're feeling the thrill of Eros or the warmth of Philia, remember that love is a force that can help us see ourselves and the world more clearly and connect us with something greater than ourselves. Then there's love and the divine. You see, for someone like Plato, love was not just an earthly emotion, but it also had a transcendent and divine 
quality. He believed that love was a force that connected us to the divine and allowed us to transcend our earthly limitations. In this symposium, Plato suggests that the ultimate form of love is a love of wisdom, the highest form of knowledge, and the closest we can come to the divine. This type of love requires us to move beyond our self-interest and kind of try to embrace a broader vision of reality and humanity. It's a love that seeks to understand and appreciate the world's beauty and goodness and connect us with the divine in a profound and meaningful way. All right, let's discuss the implications of this type of view of love in the context of dating. Have you ever been on a date with someone and felt like you just weren't connecting? Maybe you thought you were doing everything right, making eye contact, asking thoughtful questions, sharing interesting stories, but the other person just seemed disinterested or even bored. Now, in situations like these, it can be easy to get discouraged and wonder if you're just not cut out for dating, right? But there's a philosophical perspective on this kind of experience that can help us here. Now, consider the following. There are two ways of relating to other people. We can relate to them as objects or as subjects. When we see someone as an object, we're focused on what they can do for us, how they can satisfy our needs and desires. But when we see someone as a subject, we're focused on who they are as a unique and valuable individual. When you're dating, this means that if you're only focused on impressing the other person or getting them to like you, you may be approaching the situation as if they were an object. But if you can shift your perspective and see them as a subject with their own unique perspectives, hopes, and dreams, you may be more likely to connect with them on a deeper level. Now, let me tell you a funny story that illustrates this point. Once a friend of mine went on a date with a guy who spent the entire evening talking about himself. He bragged about his job, his hobbies, and his travels, and barely asked her any questions in return. By the end of the night, my friend was so bored and frustrated that she was ready to call it quits. But then, something interesting happened. As they were leaving the restaurant, a street performer started to play guitar nearby. My friend's date suddenly became animated and started talking about his own experiences as a musician. He even pulled out his phone to show her a recording of a song he had written. Now, In that moment, my friend saw him in a new light. She realized that he wasn't just a self-centered bore, he was also a creative and passionate person with his own unique interests and talents. And as they walked away from the street performer, they found themselves engaging in a much more genuine and meaningful conversation. So the next time you're on a date and feeling disconnected, try to shift your perspective and see the other person as a subject. You might just discover a new and interesting side of them that you hadn't seen before. And who knows, you might just fall in love. Now, as we wrap up our discussion of love in a philosophical sense, let me leave you with a story about one of the great philosophers of love, Friedrich Nietzsche. Nietzsche was a complex and controversial figure, but one thing that is often overlooked is his deep and abiding love for a woman called Salome. Nietzsche was enamored with Salome her beauty, her intellect, her wit, and he wrote countless letters and poems declaring his love for her. But despite his best efforts, Salome never felt the same way. You see, she was polite and friendly to Nietzsche, but she never returned his affections. And so Nietzsche was left with a broken heart. 
a feeling that he wrote about extensively in his later works. Now, in the grand scheme of things, Nietzsche's unrequited love may seem like a small and insignificant footnote in the history of love and philosophy, but I would argue that it speaks to something much larger, the cosmic perspective on love. From the perspective of the universe, our individual romantic triumphs and heartbreaks may seem small, but in the moment, they can feel like the most important thing in the world. Love has the power to make us feel alive, to give us purpose and meaning, and to connect us to something greater than ourselves. And yet, as we navigate the complex and often confusing world of modern dating, it can be easy to lose sight of this larger perspective. We get caught up in these superficial details, the swipes, the likes, the texts, and forget that there is something deeper and more profound at play. So my hope is that this discussion of love and philosophy has given you a new perspective on your own romantic journey. Whether you're navigating the treacherous horrors of modern dating or grappling with the timeless question of what it means to love another person, remember that there's always a larger cosmic perspective to consider. As Nietzsche himself once wrote, love is not a feeling of happiness. Love is a willingness to sacrifice. So maybe we all be willing to sacrifice for the people we love, even in the face of heartbreak and disappointment. And may we always remember that from the universe's perspective, our love and our existence is a small but meaningful part of a much larger whole. And that brings us to the end of our philosophical journey through the murky depths of love. I really hope you enjoyed this discussion as much as I did. If you're feeling perplexed or bewildered, don't worry. That's just a sign that you're engaged in the deep and mysterious realm of love. Before I go, I want to give a quick shout out to all you lovely listeners out there. You guys rock. You're the ones who are willing to delve into the complex and often confusing world of love and philosophy. So give yourselves a pat on the back and remember that you're not alone in this crazy journey called life. And with that, I'll leave you with a final thought. May your love be deep, your heartbreaks short-lived and your days filled with joy and laughter. Because at the end of the day, isn't that what love is all about? So until we meet again, my friends, keep exploring the mysteries of love and always stay curious. May your day be full of delight and your future be bright as you journey through life. Until next time, Khodoy Aranagadar.